Hey friends, welcome to the podcast. On today's episode, we are talking to President and CEO of Junior Achievement of Michigan Great Lakes, Bill Codier, about the Free Enterprise Center. I am so excited to share this story with you. Let's get into it. As I said, our guest this morning, President and CEO of Junior Achievement, Bill Codier. How are you, my friend? I am fantastic. How are you, Eric? I am amazing. Uh, I am so excited to talk to you because uh, it's hard for me to understate how much I love what Junior Achievement does. But for maybe the, the percentage of people who are not familiar, high level, what does Junior Achievement do and why is it so vital to communities all across Michigan and the country? Absolutely. Since 1919, Junior Achievement has been educating and inspiring young people to succeed in a global economy. And we've done that by bringing together business people uh, to interact with the local students, uh, originally just as a high school program. And then over the years, uh, most recently in the 80s, our programs are now kindergarten through 12th grade. Uh, done in the schools. And our focus is on financial literacy, work readiness, and entrepreneurship. When we talk about a kindergartner who starts to understand financial literacy, what, it, what does that look like when that human being is like 21 years old? <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that, that Junior Achievement has done is we've done a lot of um, longitudinal studies um, where we, we literally look at our alumni uh, and to see where they are. And um, it's just phenomenal. Um, and, and we've also, uh, one, of, one of the a good example um, is six out of 10 JA alumni that were born into poverty are now in middle and upper income levels. Wow self-identified by those JA alumni. Uh, 51% of our JA alumni are in the same career as their JA volunteer. Think wow. about that. If you want to impact the talent pipeline, volunteer, be a JA volunteer. And we'll make sure before we end this, you can explain to people how they do that. But let's talk about the Free Enterprise Center, because this is absolutely incredible. And I would imagine one more tool and tool shed to make sure that you're reaching as many students as possible. Absolutely. So uh, the JA Free Enterprise Center will actually house three experiential learning labs. And, and we call them capstone programs because we're, we're going to continue our traditional uh, programs that are done during the school, but at the elementary level, kids in fifth or sixth grade uh, would do 12 lessons and uh, would, be, would prepare to actually come to the JA uh, Free Enterprise Center and they will participate in the Tom Fox family JA Biz Town. And it's an actual town. Wow. It's it's got a bank, it's got city hall, uh, it's got a restaurant, um, it's got a park. I mean, it looks like a town. And the kids literally, they apply for jobs, um, they get hired, 
Uh, so when they're here, they play three roles. They're a citizen of J.A. Biztown. So they learn about good citizenship, the importance of voting. Uh, they make the rules for J.A. Biztown. They're consumers. So they actually will get paid three times when they're in J.A. Biztown. And they'll, they'll have a debit card and a checkbook. And they literally will go out and be consumers uh, and purchase goods and services in J.A. Biztown. And of course, they're an associate. So they really understand, um, you know, uh, many comments, kids will come back home and they'll say, you know, mom, dad, I didn't realize how hard it was um, to, to work and to <laughs> have my, so it, it provides them with a real life experience in a safe environment that we hope uh, inspires them to want to achieve more as they continue through their uh, their school process. And then when they get to middle school and high school, again, 12 lessons uh, in the classroom. Then they come to uh, the Carl and Susan Haskell JA Finance Park. And this looks like a mall. So each mall store is a life decision. So the kids come in, they're given an iPad, It'll have a career, a salary, a life uh, situation. They're married. They have two kids. They're single. All of the jobs are, are local jobs in our community. The first thing they do is they take payroll taxes out. Um, you hear the air get sucked out of the, out of the room. If a, if a door is not um, shut completely, it shuts because of that air being sucked out of the place. But they so they go from net in, uh, from gross income to net income, and then they visit each of the mall stores. So a mall store would be um, transportation, uh, housing, utilities, food, clothing, furniture, um, lifestyle, entertainment, uh, cell phones. You know, uh, healthcare. All of the all of the uh, expenses and decisions that we make every day um, as adults. They're able to learn about those decisions. Um, and of course, the stores are branded by organizations. But an example, let's say someone's an electrical engineer. Uh, they, uh, they're, they're grossing $98,000 a year. Uh, they take out their, their taxes. They have a net dollar. They then go into housing. So in housing, they can they can rent an apartment, a studio, one or two bedroom. They can buy a home, a condo. Uh, so they decide that they're going to do a 5,000 square foot McMansion. Uh, based on their income level, it allows the transaction to happen with a 30-year mortgage. And then they move on. So then they're at utility. So they're learning about water, sewer gas, electricity, and uh, they decide that they want to spend $60 uh, a month there, the system blows up on them and says, based on that 5,000 square foot home, um, your average utility bills will be $660 a month. <laughs> well, they don't want to pay that, right? right? So what do they do? Um, instead of um, 
instead of upping the the uh, to six sixty, they go back to housing, and they get a twenty one hundred square foot home, and they find that they're paying you know two hundred dollars a month for all those utilities. Now, I have a twenty nine year old daughter, and whether it was at seventeen or twenty nine. When dad tells her something, she pushes back, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. Which, which is what kids do. But what happens is they get tied up in the don't tell me what to do syndrome rather than understanding the situation or making the right choice. Because this is gamified, the kids make the right choice. They don't get tied up in the fact that they're being told that it's the wrong decision, you know? Uh, and so same thing, you know, transportation. They can use Uber. They can live on the rapid uh, or any other bus line. They can walk. They can take a bike. They can buy a car, lease a car, whatever car. And so, of course, you know, student says, I want a Corvette. And and they plug it in. Again, they have enough money. And, uh, And all of a sudden, they'll say, hey, you have two kids under the age of three car seats don't fit in a Corvette, you know? So again, it helps them um, as they try to build their budget, making good decisions. Um, They learn about philanthropy. They learn about continuous education um, in terms of uh, greater opportunity. Uh, Also, uh, you know, as we know, life throws you curveballs. So in the middle of their day, they could get... um, their iPad could flash and say, uh, you broke your leg, uh, go to the healthcare decision, you need to pay a, a medical deductible. Or it could be um, you, um, you, uh, your aunt passed away and gave you some stocks, go to investments and learn about the stock market. So we, we throw these little curveballs in there because that's what happens in the real world. The whole idea is for them to learn how to balance their budget, to save money, to pay themselves first. And once they've accomplished that, then they go to the John and Nancy Kennedy Career Center, where they can do a career assessment. They can do research on careers that they're interested in. um, And uh, they get all the kind of information. Um, They can download it. uh, They can print it out. and their uh, teacher can also get this information uh, as well. So it really uh, prepares these students um, to make good decisions, um, you know, as they become, as they go from young adulthood to adults. Um, and, uh, you know, a, a family budget is, a, is really a small business, right? You have yeah, income yeah. coming in, expenses going out and uh, finding that right balance. So uh, uh, it really uh, it really is, uh, uh, Harvard University uh, has actually awarded uh, JA Finance Park uh, with uh, one of its uh, very rarely uh, distributed uh, award um, in terms of uh, highly innovative curriculum uh, and best practices. And, uh, uh, you know, they don't hand those out lightly. So uh, it really, really goes to show you, uh, you know, the impact of these, of these programs. And then, of course, um, 
we we're also bringing uh, having an after school program for high school students called the Hayworth JA Entrepreneurship Incubator, and high school students will be able to go through uh, a, a JAB entrepreneurial curriculum and learn about um, what it takes to be an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit, coming up with uh, uh, an idea, how, how innovation helps develop uh, new products and services, coming up with a business plan, and then uh, we'll have um, 3D printers. So if it's a product, they can actually make a, a prototype. And then um, they pitch their idea amongst the other high school students. They'll set up a business um, and then they'll run it. Um, and if it's a viable business, then our goal is to keep it going from semester to semester. Um, so it's a really high intensity, high impactful uh, program. It sounds incredible, Bill. So if, if people are hearing this and they want their kids to get involved, how do they get involved in, in the, the center? So JA BizTown and JA Finance Park, uh, participation would be done through, uh, through your school signing up to be uh, one, of our, uh, one of our schools that will participate. And with uh, the, uh, J, the Hayworth JA Entrepreneurship Incubator, High school kids will have the ability uh, to sign up either through their school or through the JA website, and uh, they will actually, they can do that on their own. So if their school's not involved or not participating, but they have an interest, um, you know, they can, they can sign up. These three lessons that Junior Achievement stands for are so vital. I think now more than ever, I mean, I, I know you and I don't know each other very well, but going through COVID as a country, you come out the other side, I think, looking at the world a different way and understanding, in my mind, understanding two things that, like you said, when you put a family together, you're running a business, money coming in, money coming out. And the sooner you learn those lessons, the Absolutely. better off you're going to be. And then the second thing is just romanticizing that understanding, right? We spent so much time as a culture romanticizing the Corvette, Right. And that you, you, you know, you have to go the other, push the other way and gamify the outcomes of getting a Corvette when you have two kids under three. And I, I just love what you guys are doing. And obviously uh, you need sponsors, you need volunteers. And if people are hearing this and are as fired up as I am about junior achievement in Michigan, how do they get involved? Sure. So so this free enterprise center, it, uh, the, which we call. Uh, so the process of raising all the money is called the Building Futures inspiring dreams campaign it's a 12.95 million dollar campaign um, we are 2.1 million dollars away from uh from paying it off uh, so our our hope is is that we can um get that accomplished before the first student walks through the door so we can focus on their future uh and not paying the bills and then um how, how we operationalize it is each of the storefronts is an opportunity for a business organization or foundation to support uh, the project by branding their organization, um, you know, in the facility. So right now, um, a handful of organizations have already stepped up to be a storefront. So um, Chick-fil-A, 
uh, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, Bissell, uh, Lake Michigan Credit Union. Uh, we have Gordon Food Service, Perigo, uh, Independent Bank, Meyer, and uh, the Eileen DeVries Family Foundation. So we have nine out of the 14 stores in JA BizTown already sponsored. So there's uh, uh, just five more opportunities in JA BizTown. And then we're just starting on JA Finance Park and Mercantile Bank is committed to be the housing decision. Um, so there's 14 more decisions there. So they can reach out to Junior Achievement at 575-9080 extension 2222. That's my direct line. Uh, always happy to talk to prospective uh, donors and sponsors. Uh, you can go to our website and happy to, uh, to give you a tour of the facility and show how, um, how this can be uh, an opportunity for strategic philanthropy where we help organizations uh, you know, enhance their brand while helping us prepare kids for a brighter tomorrow. Bill Codier, this has been an absolute pleasure, my friend. Can't wait to talk to you again soon. Thanks, Eric.